We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's December 11th. It is 2023. We have a huge 13-game NBA slate. You know, no NBA on Sunday, only one game on Saturday with the in-season tournament. Congratulations to the Lakers for taking down the in-season tournament. Congratulations to LeBron, Anthony Davis. They looked phenomenal throughout the entire tournament um we saw big game lebron it felt like joined as always on a monday by my good buddy will priester chief justice 06 chief in-season tournament i'm gonna just chalk it up as a success brother listen i here's the thing stevie i actually think most people feel like the in-season tournament was a success. Like even if you listen to the commentators talking about it, because they had they had Mike Green, Doris Burke, and and uh, and um, Coach Doc Rivers on the call for that game, 
they talked about the fact that the league wanted increased competition going into December. They didn't want this this week, a bunch of players sitting, stars sitting. They wanted to facilitate more competition, and they gave them some incentive to do it. And, yeah, the in-season tournament is not the NBA championship, but, you know, Stevie, like, I think the big takeaway for me in this was a team like the Indiana Pacers, who who may be on the outside looking in at an actual championship, had a chance to go through some some small steps towards achieving glory. And yeah, they didn't beat the Lakers, but think about who they had to go through to get there. We had to see a, a big game between them and Milwaukee. We got a chance yeah. to see a big game between them and Boston. And it just shows you in the NBA on any given night, Steve, if, any, if every NBA team has got one game to move on, Anything can happen. The Lakers just happen to be the better team uh, for the actual tournament, uh, NCAA tournament championship. But, I mean, I I think the NBA, I think they blew the doors off this one, man. Like this, this could go down as, as one of the, the best decisions uh, that Commissioner Silver has instituted for the league. Like it, it really could. Like when you look back 50 years, this could be the biggest change to the league. We got playoff basketball in November. Incredible. Uh, I mean, that, yeah, it was just – it was playoff atmosphere in the playing games. It was in the semifinals, quarterfinals, all that stuff. I mean, it was just yeah. – it was great basketball. And, and as a fan of the sport in general, I think that this was a huge win. So, yeah, shout out to the NBA. Um, I mean, I assume we see it again next year. I, I'd see – no reason why we don't see it next year. Um, just just absolutely phenomenal. So I think uh, the fans will scream at the league if they don't have like, <laughs> the fans will say, look, what are you guys doing? Like, give us a oh, competitive yeah. basketball. A hit, basically. It's a hit. I mean, it would go from being like a great decision to a terrible decision. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, we, we brought you this fan phenomenal thing and then we took it away because but <laughs> No, I thought I thought it was great. So yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Super, super pumped that. I mean, we ha we have an idea of what to expect in competitive games from some of these teams and some of these players. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, Thirteen games. We got a lot to talk Ooh. about here today. What's up, YouTube? Hope everyone is having a fantastic Sunday night. And uh, let's get into it. We get started here with Miami at Charlotte, 222 and a half total here. Miami, four point favorite. Bam, Hero, Highsmith out. Ball, Martin out. Williams, doubtful for Charlotte. We'll go Miami first. Charlotte, one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. We've seen Orlando Robinson's minutes kind of. All over the place. Um, I think this is a great spot. And I wanted to start with him because I think this is a great spot for him to have like a 28 plus minute game and just absolute crush at 5,600. Listen, man, I don't know how, Stevie, I, I don't know how we don't play Jimmy Butler here, 8,900. Yeah, like this, this is. I mean, this might be the best spot in price we get on him all year. I know he hasn't been, like, super upside Jimmy Butler, like, in a general sense, like, 40s every game. But, I mean, the upside is going to be there in this matchup, especially with Bam out and all these other guys. He He's probably one of the top tournament plays on the board. I, I got to give it to him. 
Yeah, and honestly, like that Cleveland game the other night, it kind of went small. Kevin Love was playing phenomenal. So, like, Orlando Robinson didn't check back in after his, like, third quarter stint. So, I think, you know, we we assume Orlando Robinson gets minutes back here. Um, Kevin Love, like I said, he played great in that game. He does get a nice bump um, with Hero and Bam off the floor, but I don't think we see him play 25-plus minutes again. Um, I think that was a, hey, we're going up against Cleveland type of situation. Um, so I'm not overly excited about playing him. I really think that this is a spot. We're playing Jimmy Butler, like you said. We're playing Orlando Robinson. And I don't hate Caleb Martin. I wish his price was still a little bit cheaper, but this is now three straight games over 30 minutes. He's looked great. The usage is right. He's taken shots, over 15 shots in three straight. Like, this is the Caleb Martin that, like, we saw in their playoff run. Um, and with Hero out and Bam out, he's just getting more and more usage. So, yeah, the price stinks, but I, I think we can still take some shots on Caleb Martin as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I, I, I love that call. I mean, 6400 Like, I think he's just expensive enough for people to not play him, Stevie. Yep. And he could absolutely, absolutely do it in tournaments. Charlotte side of this game, I mean, Terry Rozier, 8300 seems like a fair price tag for someone that, like, just has a huge usage right now, playing a ton of minutes. Um, so definitely don't mind Rozier. And then Bridges is someone that has a little bit of upside. His price has gotten to the like, – it's come down a little bit now. He's had a couple, like, mediocre games. So I think that's the two guys that I'm looking at here. If Williams gets ruled out, Nick Richards is still 4600 I think that's a fair price tag. It's not like he's going up against Bam. He's going up against Orlando Robinson. So I think that's a nice little bump for Richards. So it would depend on ownership and what we get. I mean, it's a – 13 game slate. We're gonna get plenty of value today. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't hate Rozier. Um, look, I mean, he's kind of leading the charge right now, so he's definitely a guy I think you could consider. I do like PJ Washington at 5700. Like, if especially with with us anticipating Williams sitting, I do think PJ is a guy. Like, I think we saw him get. I think Steve, if I'm not mistaken three to five extra minutes with uh with uh with William City and 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 that's that's enough for, that's the difference between him finishing with 28 fantasy points Stevie and 35 you know what in a general sense so I, I like PJ at 57 I think he's I think the price is very fair for a guy that's got 35 to 40 point upside with 30 or more minutes so I I, I really like him a lot and I, and I'm with you on Nick Richards as well like Price is still fair if he's going to get 28, 30 minutes. Washington at Philadelphia, 243 total in this game. Philly, a 11.5 point favorite. Shamit and Wright out for Washington. Embiid, questionable for Philly. We'll start Washington first. Um, anything that's standing out to you here for the Wizards? I think Embiid is the big one. Um, Daniel Gafford just seems like he's questionable every game. Um, if Embiid is out, I think I have some interest in him at 5,500. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't hate Jordan Poole at 65. Like, I know he feels really yucky um, because I, f I think his role in this team we thought was going to be a little bit different, but I don't hate it uh, for the price. He's probably still a little overpriced 
But, you know, if if Embiid's out, this game could be a little bit closer. All in all, though, man, I really don't want to play anywhere from Washington. Yeah, do you know Jordan Poole reminds me of, like, five years ago, DeMar DeRozan. Just shooting and not doing anything else. Like, not yeah. getting any kind of stats. Like, oh, man. Something I, somebody I'll look at, like, player point props for, but I just can't touch him in DFS right now. Um, he's just not. I think that enough. was a great reference, too. Five years ago, DeMar DeRozan. I, re- yeah. I remember those shows. Like, why are we playing DeMar DeRozan for him to just score 28 points and do nothing else? Like, yeah, he'd, get like, he'd get like 30 <laughs> points, and then he'd get like – it would be like 30 points, and then he'd get one or two rebounds and assists, and he'd be like 7,500. And it's just like 30 points a night, not getting any other stats is not enough. So, I mean, it's yeah. tough for me to play pool right now. Um, honestly, like Washington's just been a team that I've been avoiding. Because uh, I just don't love the prices on any of these guys. Definitely don't love this matchup. Um, Embiid practice Sunday. I assume Embiid plays in this game. If he does, uh, it's definitely a ceiling spot for him. The last time these two teams played was about five days ago. And Embiid had 29 shot attempts. He scored 79 fantasy points, 50 actual points. Um the game stayed close, 131-126. If the game stays close, Embiid smashes. Um, it's the same thing we said a couple days ago. If the game stays close, he smashes. If Embiid sits, um, Tyrese Maxey becomes one of the top players on the entire slate. Um, that's yeah, that's how I'm looking at Philadelphia. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I love this spot for for Maxey uh, if Embiid sits. Once again, I think you, you explained it beautifully there. But I will say if Embiid plays, he's probably the only person I want to play from this team. He's just – see, he's just crushing it, man. And Maxi could get off in this game. Don't get me wrong. At 9,200, this could absolutely be a 50 spot. But at 9,200, I think I could get a guard for a little bit more value under his price. Embiid, though, psh, I mean, I mean, right now it's got to be, what, him, Jokic, Luka, and AD – on a on an occasional basis, AD isn't hitting seventy most nights though. Embiid, Luka, Jokic, man, these guys are walking sixty five plus almost right now. You yeah. got to consider them. I will say Melton's been playing really well for Philly. Um, if you want to yeah. roll the dice on Melton, um, he's someone that's like I said, he's been playing great. He's been getting to the free throw line um, quite a bit, making um, shots. So I don't hate Melton. I just don't know like if he has the ceiling for a thirteen game slate. You know, four or yeah. five games slate, I think we'd be talking a lot more about Melton in this spot. Oh, yeah. Cleveland at Orlando, 224.5 total here. Orlando, a two-and-a-half point favorite. Levert and Mobley out for Cleveland. Wendell Carter, Fultz out. Suggs and Isaac questionable for Orlando. Let's start with Cleveland. No Mobley. That's big. Uh, Levert, his, his role is kind of all over the place, but – Evan Mobley is a guy that plays 34 to 38 minutes a night. Um, him being out is definitely going to open up some minutes here for Cleveland. Um, do we think it's going to be Nang yep, at 4,500? I think it's going to be. I think so, too. Yep. yep. That's exactly who I think it's going to be um, with the increase. I mean, Dean Wade will play some minutes. You know, he started uh, the other night, right? Mobley was sat and Dean Wade played like 25 minutes. Yeah. Starting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Okoro will get some minutes, but I think Niang 
it benefits him the most in terms of overall minutes. And then just from a just an overall perspective, I mean, if you just think logically, like who's going to carry this team? It's Mitchell, it's Garland, um, and maybe maybe a sprinkle of Allen. The crazy part about it is, man, Max Struess has really been involved. Stevie, like he's playing big minutes. Struess is a sneaky tournament play to me today. Like I have, I've made it a point to not attack the Orlando Magic with bad teams, but I think Cleveland's good enough to keep up, and that that's kind of where Struess to me is almost like. Um, um, oh God, what's that? Uh, Martin from Miami. They're priced, but if you're not really watching them play, you're not realizing these guys are putting up 35 fantasy points tonight because they're on the floor playing good minutes. So I I, I would include Struess in there as like a, a possible let's get weird GPP play of the day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I don't hate that call. Um, Mitchell's been playing great. He's just 9,500. Garland's been playing good. He's 7,700. It's just like these Cleveland guys have been playing great. It's just their prices have caught up. Um, Don't hate looking at like Allen's rebounding prop in this game. Orlando magic side of this one. What are your thoughts here on Orlando? Yeah, man, Orlando, you know, they've had some guys kind of sitting as well, Stevie, you know, here and there and everywhere. And uh, once again, I mean, to me, the guy that's been the most stable has been Franz Wagner at 7,900. Like he's been a guy, Stevie, that we've just really been seeing some, some serious upside from here especially in the right matchups. Now, is this the right matchup? Maybe. Um, you know, his minutes are, are definitely stable. You know, uh, last time they played Cleveland, he only put up 40 fantasy points, but he's got 50-point upside. I don't I don't hate Franz. Uh, I, do I think I can get some more value from somewhere else? Yes. Like, is Cole Anthony in play? Maybe. Uh, but I think in terms of the stability of what Franz has been able to do, I, I do like him today in tournaments. Paolo, obviously – has tremendous upside as well, um, so I don't, I, I don't hate that. But um, he's eighty four hundred, so we got to pay a little bit more for him. Last time he faced Cleveland, fifty four fantasy points, forty two real points, Stevie. Incredible performance. Uh, but if I had to choose today, I think I'd still take Franz. Um, Fantero was crushing Detroit the other night, and that game just didn't stay close. Um, yeah. So I will say, like. His upside right now and his ceiling right now just seems really good. Um, he's playing 
fantastic basketball. He didn't play in the fourth quarter at all the other night, so he didn't get that extra run. And, like, that's another 10 to 15 fantasy points potentially if he gets his fourth quarter run at, you know. So I don't hate it. I just don't – overall, I don't love the spot for Orlando. This is not, like, one of those, like, fast-paced games that projects for a ton of scoring – I, I don't mind the Franz Wagner call. I think at these prices now, I would prefer Banchero over Franz. Cole Anthony's price is appropriate. I mean, Jalen Suggs, if he were to sit here, I mean, it's going to open up a few extra minutes for like a Gary Harris. But yeah, Gary Harris is 5K. Like I'm not paying 5K for Gary Harris on a 13-game slate. So, nope. And like Goga – him and Mo Wagner, like who's ever playing better gets an extra few minutes. So honestly, I just, it's probably Banchero or nothing for me on Orlando. And I probably don't get to him on this slate with 13 games. All right. We got Indiana at Detroit. This game has a 247 and a half total. 247 and a half. And the Pacers, a six and a half point favorite. Nimhard out, Neesmith questionable, and Smith out for Indiana. And then Bagley, doubtful, Duren, and Morris out for Detroit. What are we looking at here on the Pacers today? Oh, man, Stevie. First of all, are they going to have in-season tournament hangover? I don't think so. <laughs> coming, coming right out, playing the Detroit Pistons will get your season right back on track. <laughs> yep. uh, Halliburton. Halliburton might go for blood in this one, Steve. I mean, he's 10-9. I think he's one of the top tournament options on the slate. I, I He's not quite in the Embiid category, Luka and Jokic, but he's close. He's close. And at 10-9 in this type of spot, Stevie, I, I'm willing to roll the dice. And, and just to kind of give people a peek behind the curtain, Stevie put up 42.75 fantasy points in the in-season tournament game. That was a rough night for him. Like, a rough night if you watch the game, just general, getting in the flow of the game, a lot of double team. He still put up 42 fantasy points. He's not going to get that kind of defense in this Detroit Pistons game. I, I got to think, man, this is this is a 60-plus coming from Halliburton. Love him today. Uh, does TJ McConnell get to, get to play 20 minutes in this game because of his outstanding performance in that championship game? Probably not, but that's okay. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely – Halliburton or bust for me. Like, I don't I don't think I need these other pieces in this game like Benedict. He's 5,300, but their minutes are all over the place. I know Halliburton's going to get the minutes. I know he's going to play. I believe he'll produce. Uh, I, I'll play him every day of the week. Yeah, McConnell, fantastic the other night. Um, for me, I, I mean, Halliburton could easily smash in this spot. I First of all, I hate the price tag now, 10-9. Um, but, like, that hopefully that that will continue to keep Halliburton's ownership down um, on these big slates. So I think he has the ceiling. I'm with you. I don't know if he has like Embiid type ceiling. If that like Washington game stays close, um, we did. We I mean we're about to talk about Jokic in Atlanta on the next game. So like you know to continue to like think about like these studs. I mean we have a plenty plenty of options today. So I like Halliburton in this spot. I, I don't love the price tag. I think Miles Turner has some upside in this spot. Detroit is dealing with a ton of injuries down low right now. Duran is out. Bagley's doubtful. Um, I could see Miles Turner having a solid game 
Don't necessarily love the price tag on DraftKings. I don't have FanDuel pulled up in front of me or Yahoo pulled up in front of me. So um, he's someone that I would definitely price shop a little bit. And uh, Matherin's okay. Toppin's okay. I just don't know if they make builds, again, on this big old 13-game slate. Detroit side, um, like I said, missing some people here. Duran out, um, Bagley doubtful. You know, does that give Isaiah Stewart 28 plus minutes? Probably 5,700. He's not like he's a huge, not like a huge foul or like a huge value here anymore. Um, I'm struggling with the Detroit side of this game and like outside of Cade and maybe Bogdanovich. Like, who is going to be the producers that keep this game close is where I'm struggling with Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I would say Bogdanovich is probably definitely in the mix here. He's another one, Stevie, in the 6,500 category, along with these other guys that we talked about where this is an upside spot for him. Like, this is an upside spot against Indiana. So I like him a ton. Um, I don't I don't hate Kate Cunningham. Um, Killian Hayes is just, he, he's, he just keeps breaking my heart every night, Steve. I keep taking his under points prop. He keeps going over. I keep thinking they're going to phase him out because Bogdanovich is back and they, they just keep playing him more minutes. So, uh, I guess Killian Hayes is okay. Um, and then I get the big man situation. I, I guess beef stew is, is going to be the guy, Stevie. Playing 30 minutes, I think, you know, this uh it's it, it's a good spot. So I don't I don't hate it. I wish he he's not really a value anymore. Like that that's my problem. Like the guards have been doing all the scoring for Detroit, and it's like, you know, and, and then like I don't expect like Kevin Knox to come out and get like 30 minutes in this game. So it's tough for me to really kind of hone in who I like here for Detroit. I'll definitely be looking at projected minutes in this situation to try to get an idea of what to expect. But it, it's tough. I, I mean, like, the person that's kind of got faded out, faded out here is Jaden Ivey um, from Bogdanovich coming back. You know, you want – he's talented, and Thompson's talented. It's just this team's young, and they're really spreading it out minutes-wise. All right, Denver at Atlanta, 239.5 total here. Denver, two-and-a-half point favorite. Um, Hunter, questionable. Johnson out for Atlanta. That's it. We got Jamal Murray on the probable side of the injury report this time. Denver first here. Jokic, 11-9. Fantastic matchup here going up against Atlanta. This is like one of those 80-plus point like ceiling spots for Jokic. Um, talk to me here about Denver. Yeah, man. Look. Stevie, how often do we get to talk about an Indiana game and then an Atlanta game back to back? Uh, I mean, they can play this each other anytime they want. <laughs> um, listen, give give me Jokic all day in this spot. Like, I don't have to sell you guys on anything else. Like, this is a good spot. I I know you know Jamal Murray is, is back, Stevie. You know, I know he's been they've been slowly ramping up minutes, but listen, man, Jokic, this is Big time tempo spot, uh, spot where the you know the defense from from the Atlanta Hawks isn't going to be have any type of resistance. Uh, I, I love Jokic here. Get, give me Jokic all day. I don't hate Jamal Murray here, Stevie. It's like a, a deep tournament play. 
as we see the minutes come back up, like if it's tight, I think he could get the 35 minutes in this spot. This could be a big spot for him too. Like they could both crush here. I could see a Jokic 70 point, Jamal Murray 45 point game, you know, in, in a, you know, 138, you know, 130 affair. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love this spot. Love, love it for Denver. So I have a question for you. Like looking at Jamal Murray's minutes, they're slowly increasing him. Is this the spot Jamal Murray plays 35 minutes and they sit him Tuesday against Chicago on the second end of a back-to-back? Yeah, I love that call. That, like yeah. that's – I love it. Yeah, for sure. I just – if you like – I don't know. They're, they're not going to play him on a back-to-back coming off an ankle injury, are they? Um, so if they're saying he's probable for this game, they've been ramping him up slowly. You give him 34, 35 minutes here and you sit him Tuesday against Chicago. That seems like the play – this is a much more competitive game than against Chicago. So I think Jamal Murray is really interesting. Like you could play him. I think you could play him with Jokic or if you're not playing Jokic and you're going like ceiling Embiid, ceiling Halliburton, um, you could go and try to get like that ceiling Murray spot. Jamal Murray is a guy that can put up 50 fantasy points. Like he's that type of player. So don't sleep on Jamal Murray in this spot. Yeah. Um, Atlanta side, I mean, Trey Young expected back here. Missed, um, was it Friday, right? They missed Friday with the illness. He's expected back. He was playing lights out uh, before missing that game. I could see Trey Young and Jamal Murray just going back and forth. I could see Trey Young and Jokic going back and forth. I could see Trey Young having a big game here. It's getting past Trey Young that's interesting because if Hunter sits, does Bogdanovich play 35 plus minutes? Um, it's something to kind of watch here. You know, Hunter is playing 30 plus minutes a night. And if he were to sit in this game, that's a lot of minutes to kind of fill. And I think they fill as much as they can with Bogdanovich because they've been very careful with like running out Sadiq Bay and they've unleashed him recently too. So like where are yeah. the minutes going to go? I, I feel like they're going to go to Bogdanovich and, we're going to see a lot of Bogdanovich Bay, Trey Young like type of sets. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, we saw Bogdanovich play about 40 minutes in the Philly game. Um, so I, I I like that call. You know, Trey Young, 10-1. That's fine. Um, once again, man, up tempo spot, which I do I do think Bay is priced out. For what it's worth, Steve. Like at 6,300, I don't feel like he's Bogdanovich or Caleb Martin. Like I think his ceiling is like mid 30s in a general sense with all, with all they've got. So Bay's probably an outside looking in for me. I do th- still think Bogdanovich has a little bit of meat on the bone. So um, I, I don't I don't hate that at all. Yeah, I, I really think this is a just want to hammer it home one more time. I really think this is a Trey Young game. I think Trey Young is going to have a big game in this one. All right, Toronto at New York, 219.5 total here. Um, New York, a four-and-a-half point favorite. No Porter on Toronto. Brunson, questionable. Robinson out for the Knicks. We'll go Toronto here first. Uh, Scotty Barnes, man, we talked about him on Friday. You were talking about how he was one of your favorite plays against Charlotte. He smashed your Hornets. Um, Of course. Hornets ended up winning. Hornets won. But Scotty Barnes smashed the Hornets. He had a triple-double. Um, 
What are your thoughts here on Toronto? Listen, I played Scotty against Charlotte. I will not be doing it against the Knicks. And Scotty's been Stevie, you know, you get that report at the end of the year from DraftKings telling you who you played the most. I can tell you right now, it's been Scotty Barnes to start the season. I will not be playing him against the Knicks. Uh, I don't I don't like this spot. In fact, Stevie, for me, I, I can just tell you right now, I'm not playing anybody against the Knicks. I, I, even if, you know, I know uh, Brunson is questionable, but I just, I, I'm not, I'm not going to attack this team with the Knicks. I feel like everybody's priced appropriately. If one of them has an upside game, so be it. Uh, but I, I, I'm not playing anybody on, on Toronto against the Knicks. If Brunson sits, I think you could play quickly, even in a tough, tough matchup. Um, or we're talking about, we're talking yeah, about Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. I don't have a ton of interest in Toronto. Um, but that thought process, if Brunson sits, I have a ton of interest in quickly in this game. I will say, like. Toronto likes to play big. So like Mitch Rob being out, like Hartstein might play 30 minutes in this game at 4,600. Um, he might be one of the best value players on the slate. Like Toronto plays big. There's no New York getting small in this spot. I think Hartstein plays 30 minutes or close to 30 minutes in this game. Yeah. Look, look I'm with you. Not now. Remember, I just didn't want to play anyone from Toronto. We're talking about Hartstein, Stevie. He is one of the best values at 4,600, a better value than Nick Richards. I can tell you that right now. Uh, so th this, is, this is a good spot for him. And, and look, we, if we get Mitrob and Brunson out, I still don't think that's a whole lot of drop-off. Mitrob's already ruled out. He's out on the No, injured. no, no. no. I'm, I'm saying if we get both oh, out. Yeah, of I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So if, if Brunson's out with Mitrob, I mean, the Knicks are going to give us incredible value with Quickly and uh, Hartenstein. And then Stevie, then, believe it or not, the big value here, all the Knicks are underpriced as a result of it. Randall's 8,600. R.J. Barrett's 5,800. Josh Hart is 5,100. Like, the Knicks could be giving us serious value in this game, even though the game isn't going to be super up-tempo. So I, the Knicks are a favorite team of mine. If Brunson is out, they might be my favorite team to attack for DFS today. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks would – open up a lot of value, um, a lot of usage with Brunson being out. Bear would get extra usage. Randall would get extra usage. Um, so I, I think New York would be a very interesting team if Brunson ends up sitting. Whether Brunson plays or not with Robinson out, I think Hartstein is still a fantastic value. Um, so, all right, we got Dallas at Memphis. 227 total in this game. Dallas, a two and a half point favorite. Green, Kyrie, Kluber, Williams out for Dallas. Adams, Clark, Kennard, Morant, Smart out for Memphis. Pretty normal injury report for Memphis right now. Um, but no Kyrie is huge for Dallas. Lucas, 11 8. Yeah, I mean, his usage just goes through the roof. Like this guy with no Kyrie, just, I mean, it's hard not to say, like, this guy is one of the top plays. I mean, Kyrie played when they played Memphis earlier this season, and Luka had 76 fantasy points. So, I mean, he has to be right up there at the top of the board. Yeah, man. We, we talked about Embiid. Stevie, if Embiid plays in this spot against Atlanta, love it. Jokic is playing against um, – no, 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 sorry. Embiid's playing Washington. Jokic is playing Atlanta, and we get – um, 
uh, Luca against Memphis. All the stars are playing against bad defenses today, Stevie. Pick your poison. I don't know which. <laughs> seriously, I, I don't know which one is going to go for seventy. But right now, absolutely, Luca's leading the pack. Stevie, if the Knicks give us Brunson not playing tomorrow, I'm legitimately going to try to jam in two of them. I, I'm All legitimately right. trying to jam in, jam in Luca Embiid, Luca Jokic, some way somehow. You you know we, we can find a way to get it done. But uh, Luca, man, he's He's absolutely the top star on the slate tonight. I still love Halliburton. I, I will I will die on that hill today. But Luca with no Kyrie is like, hey, be smart, buddy. Like, right. this is the guy. Period. Uh, also, this team, though, Stephen, I hate um, I hate the fact that he's priced up too much. But Dante Exum, we saw him get big minutes out of nowhere. Um, I'm saying just in general, like we thought his career was dead, and he's just back here with Dallas, like cranking out fantasy points. So he's a guy that I think we can consider. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a guy that I think we can consider, Steve. I think we can consider him. Derek Jones Jr. is a guy that I also think we can consider. These guys should play big minutes, especially with uh, um, uh, Grant Williams already out. Jeff Green, like they've got enough guys out. These mid-5K guys from this team could also thrive against Memphis as well. Yeah, I like I like Exum and Jones more than I like Hardaway because – Hardaway is so reliant on scoring. Like Exum, yeah. he's been doing it like with assists and rebounds, and like Derek Jones Jr. does it defensively. This guy is like a a block and steal machine. So I have a lot of interest in these like secondary pieces for Dallas on Luca teams or without Luca. Um, I think these guys are very much in play. On the Memphis side, I kind of like Triple J today. I know, like, he hasn't had a lot of success against this team this year, but, I mean, with these injuries for Dallas right now, I can see Triple J not getting challenged defensively, which keeps him on the floor foul trouble-wise, and Triple J having, like, a 50-plus point fantasy game here um, for Memphis. Yeah, look, man, I've been playing Triple J even at 8K, Stevie, just because of the upside. Um, and now the price is continuing to drop. And I, I think I think Jaron Jackson is the quintessential like tournament play, right? He gets to that 8K range, 80, 81, 82, doesn't do much. Price falls, gets down, Stevie. He's gonna get down to 7,800. Tonight he drops 50. He goes back up to 8,200, drops a couple 40-point games, a, a 30-point game, a 28-point game for foul trouble. He goes back. So I, I love Jaron Jackson. Uh, today, I, I think this is a really good spot for him. I agree with you. Uh, if this game is going to stay close, so I, believe it or not, Stevie, I don't hate, and, and I do think he's overpriced a little, a little, but I don't hate Desmond Bain here at 8,700 with a lot of those bodies missing for Dallas. If the game is close, uh, we could get a really nice game from him as well. So 8,700, uh, Desmond Bain makes the list. Bain's always a player. Um, he's another guy that can just score in bunches and it's actually been doing a little bit more like on the offensive side with like assists and rebounding. So it's good to see from Desmond Bain. We got Utah at OKC, 233 and a half total here. The Thunder, a 13 point favorite in this one. Kessler and Marketing out for Utah. Dort questionable for OKC. Uh, let's start with Utah. No Kessler, no Marketing. Yurt Sevens 47, Olenix 49. Um, I think we start with the value guys here for Utah 
and try to predict like which one doesn't come off the floor if this game gets out of hand. <laughs> uh, great question, Stevie. I would assume, um, I I would assume Yurt Seven continues to get minutes. Like they have no reason to not play him. Like they know what they have in Olenek. Uh, Kessler's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like your seven gets 30 plus minutes. I could be wrong. I definitely think he gets 28 minutes in this game, Stevie. Like, there's no Kessler and no marketing now. Olenek is back, but I, yeah, I, I think he, I think he plays the minutes. Um, Fontecchio's probably going to play. Clarkson is back. George is there. THT, I think he's just done with this team. Um, Agbaji probably gets 30 minutes as well, Stevie. Well, well, let's call it 25 to 30 minutes. Like his minutes have kind of been all over the place, but perhaps they bring him in for defensive purposes. But I think it's shirt seven with the with the bigger bump. Yeah, THG's only played 30 minutes one time this season. So um his ceiling's just kind of limited in this role. Um I think Olenek and your seven are both very interesting. I think if you're at seven gets 25 plus minutes at 4,700. He's a great value play um, in this spot. And Kelly O, man, guy gets hot from time to time and has these big games. Um, and I don't hate Ochi at 46 either. On the Thunder side of things, I mean, SGA is always a, a guy that you can, like, put up there with those, like, high-class studs. I just don't know if I like him as much as I like some of these other pieces today. Um, what are your thoughts on the Thunder? Um, I like the Thunder. They're in a good spot for, for defensive purposes. But, I mean, I think the guys that we would play, Stevie, I think, like, for instance, I'm not going to play SGA over Halliburton today, for what it's worth. So I'm absolutely not going to play him over Embiid. If he plays, I'm not playing him over Jokic. If he plays, I'm definitely not playing him over Luka. Um, if you're giving me Josh Giddy, I'm not playing him over anyone. Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren. Now, Chet's probably close, but I think I'd just rather spend the extra fourteen hundred and play Jimmy Butler, extra twelve hundred and play Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'd probably play Desmond Bain. They're just, I think they're all priced appropriately, and I, I think the value is in other spots with guys out, so forth and so on. Yeah, I mean, Thunder, they're they're a good team. Um, it's a great spot. They're priced appropriately. My favorite play from the Thunder is probably Jay Lynn Williams at 6,500. Um, I think that's the the piece that I'd be playing, if anything, here for OKC. Because, like, Dort's minutes have just kind of they, – they're there. He hasn't done a lot with it. If he, if he ends up sitting in this game, maybe it opens up a few extra minutes. But, I mean – would it be Wallace, I guess, at 3,800 that maybe projects for like 29 minutes? Maybe he doesn't come off the floor right away in a blowout, so maybe Wallace is in play in those stars and scrubs type of builds. But, I mean, we got to – always got to look at like rotations and stuff and try to project minutes in that kind of situation. Luckily, I have RG Premium, so I can look at our projections for minutes and, yes. and see if I like somebody. Minnesota at New Orleans, 220, 2.5 total here. New Orleans, a three-point favorite. Edwards, McDaniels, and McLaughlin, all questionable for Minnesota. Nance and Ryan out for New Orleans. Let's go Minnesota first. 
if Edwards sits, it's huge. Um, I mean, first things first, if Edwards sits, it's huge. He's dealing with a hip. Played the other night. I think he played, what, three or four minutes? Four minutes, to be specific. Yeah, yeah four yeah. minutes. Came out of the game. Cat gets a huge increase in usage with Edwards off the floor. Um, he's 9K. I think he's someone that would be potentially playable in this spot. We saw Rudy Gobert. Like, this is four out of his last five games. Rudy Gobert has gone for 48-plus fantasy points. His rebounding right now is through the roof. So I think Rudy Gobert's rebounding prop will be really interesting. I, I looked before the show. It wasn't up yet. Um, what are your thoughts here on Minnesota? Um, I think this Edwards thing is real, Stevie. Like, in terms of his injury, which we're going to be careful just, with him, right? They have to right. be careful with him. Yeah. 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 And because the other thing, too, Stevie, if I'm not mistaken, Minnesota was number one in the West at one point, weren't they? I don't look at standings enough, me, but I'm, they were playing their defense. I wouldn't shock me because of how good their defense was playing. Yeah, and it is early. Don't get me wrong, but but my point behind that, Stevie, is, um, yes, they are number one in the West. And Stevie, by us, by they're three games ahead of the Thunder right now. They're seventeen and four. Thunder are two at fourteen and seven. Mavs are three, thirteen and eight. Nuggets are fourteen and nine. Lakers fourteen and nine. Like all of this will change, right? We're only twenty something games into the season, but so but my point is this, Stevie. They have no reason to send Edwards out there right now if he's not all the way ready and hurt their chances of him playing later into the season when the games matter a little bit more. And I'm talking about playoff basketball now. No reason to run him out there. So I think this thing is real. If he can't go, um, then I'm going to be interested in Conley. Uh, I'm going to be interested in Carl Anthony Towns big time. You know, we talked about that the last time, Stevie, when Edwards was out. I mean, Towns, the usage, I think he's somewhere, what, 38%, somewhere in that area. It's it's incredible. Um, and he just got a chance to dominate this game. So uh, if if Edwards plays, believe it or not, Stevie, I think I'm still interested in Towns and, uh, and Conley. In the event, I think this would be kind of a flyer type deal. In the event, he just can't go. Like he thinks he can go, he goes, and he has to leave the game. I would be willing to risk it with Cat at 9K because Cat can still get there even if Edwards plays. All right, let's go to the New Orleans side. What are your thoughts here on the Pelicans? Uh, like the Pelicans, Zion at 8,100. Like, we haven't really seen uh, the upside, Stevie, here in the past couple games, but that's okay. We're also getting a price decrease. So give me Zion at 8,100. I do have an article that I want to read on Zion where they're talking about the team is trying to get him to increase his conditioning and his shape, and he's just ignoring them. I got to read that article because I want to look into it and see what's happening. But as long as he's playing at eight at the price of eighty one hundred, I'm okay with that. Uh, CJ McCollum is seventy six hundred. I think the price is fair, but I think there are just other guys that can hit the type of ceiling that he may have with all of them playing. Um, Brandon Ingram's just okay. Like, you know, he's eight K. You know, whatever. Herb Jones has been good. But I don't think he's going to be better than Hartenstein today or quickly if Brunson sits. So I'm probably just playing Zion, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, my problem with New Orleans with C.J. McCollum back is just, like, everyone's still priced for C.J. McCollum being out. Um, so – and Minnesota's a good defensive team. I just don't see a ton 
of value with the Pelicans. And I might be missing something. I mean, we should mention like Trey Murphy has come back and he's played at least 22 minutes in the three games that he's been back, but he's 5,400. Um, it's, it's tough to pay that price for him, but he is someone that can score a lot. So you might be looking at like Trey Murphy, you know, point prop type of stuff more than like playing him in the DFS side of things. But um, his prop, I know it's been like 13 and a half and um, I know it's been wrote up on scores and odds. I think all three, all three times. I know Meansy wrote it up um, against the Lakers the other night. It was like, I think it was 12 and a half. Um, so I made money on that, but yeah, um, it's good to see him back. He, he has some talent as well. All right, Chicago, Milwaukee, 233 total. Milwaukee, 11-point favorite. Caruso, questionable. Levine, out. Um, Patrick Williams, probable. So let's go Chicago first. What do you like here for the Bulls? Oh, man, Stevie. This, is a, this continues to be an interesting spot for me with the Bulls. With Levine out, believe it or not, Kobe White to me has been the guy. Like I've just continued to play Kobe White, Stevie. And most nights he have he hasn't disappointed. Um, you know, most recently, Kobe 43 fantasy points, 55, 43 last time against Milwaukee, 55, 39, 41. Those are the performances. Now he is priced up now to where you you still have to think about it. I don't mind rolling him out in tournaments, Stevie. I think I think Kobe might have been my GPP tournament play of the day the last time we were on. I, I think he was. At any rate, even if he wasn't, that's okay. But I, I still like him at 73. I think if I think as long as he's got that 40 to 50 point ceiling right now, I think we can continue to play him. Milwaukee's playing at a good pace. Uh, th- their defense has improved, Stevie, in terms of efficiency. They're still not at the top of the league. Like they were kind of bottom of the league. They're improving, uh, but I still like them. I don't want to play the Rose in at 8,200. Uh, I think he, that's just kind of blah. I don't hate Vooch. Um, Vooch. I would probably play Vooch over the Rosen. And I think I'd play Kobe White over everybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily love or hate this spot for Vooch. Um, but I think, like, the traditional centers have been giving Brooke Lopez a little bit of trouble this year. And Vooch, I think he has 50-plus fantasy points in both meetings um, against Milwaukee this year. So I think Vooch is definitely playable here. Kobe White's been playing really good with Levine out. So I think you can continue to do that. Honestly, I think the odd man out for me is probably DeRozan. Um, yeah, and like same he's here. been playing, he's been playing good, but I think I'd rank, I think I'd take Vooch over DeRozan if I'm just looking at like this price point, and I definitely like Kobe more than I like DeRozan if I'm considering price. So, yeah, uh, if if Caruso sits, I could get on playing some AU here at 5K. Uh, I think he would play 30 plus minutes um, if Caruso ends up sitting and. Patrick Williams has been playing good too, but God, it, it, I I can't click his name, man. Can't I, I've watched too many Bulls games where he's just sitting in the corner. He hasn't been doing that as much this year, so like maybe I just got to get over my biasy of him. But <laughs> I, I mean, he's been he's been rebounding more. He's been playing. He like Patrick Williams is the defender, right? Like that's why they that's why he plays so many minutes. It's like um, Isaac Okoro. They play, they play minutes because they're good defenders. So, like, his upside is definitely in the defense side. So, I think if you're playing Patrick Williams, it's probably more of a FanDuel play than it is a DraftKings play here. Um, Milwaukee side, I mean, I haven't been playing a lot of the Giannis this year. 
just 60 is not getting you enough, um, especially on this slate. When you're looking at the studs on this slate, Giannis is going to be ranked way down on the, the stud um, yeah. stud list for me today. I don't have a ton of interest in the Bucks here. Yeah, Stevie, and I, I agree with you 100%. I won't beat a dead horse, but all the other studs are way ahead of Giannis today. I, I'm with you. Yeah, Malik Beasley's been playing really solid minutes, but, I mean, his price is caught up too. I, I just – Milwaukee's priced really appropriately, and I don't see a lot of value. Maybe projections will see something in this game that I'm missing or we're missing, but um, I just don't see a lot here for the Bucks. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm, I'm not playing them. Not even Dame. And Dame's been playing fine, but at that price, Stevie, I think we can get a Dame floor performance from some 5K guys today. And he had a game – he he had a run the other night. It was phenomenal. He scored like 12 points in like three minutes. And like yeah. that's what Dame does, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, San Antonio at Houston – 224 and a half total in this game. Houston, an eight and a half point favorite. San Antonio is good to go. Easton and Brooks questionable for Houston. Let's go San Antonio first. What do you like here for the Spurs? Well, Stevie, uh, Houston's been playing pretty good defense, right? They've been, they've been playing pretty good defense uh, or playing better. Let, let me say that better defense this season than, than usual. Um, but I mean, Wimby at 88, I, I don't, I don't mind his upside against anyone right now, Stevie. We're just gonna have to pay the price uh, at 8,800. Like it's just, th- this is where we are with him. Um, I don't hate Keldon Johnson at 7,100. Like we've seen a little upside from him as well. But all in all, I don't really want to play anyone from the Spurs. I just think we've got better players across the board on other teams on, on such a big slate. Yeah, I think overall, I think when you're looking at San Antonio as a whole, last year we just wrote this team off. Like, yeah. We talked about it so much last year, we just weren't playing San Antonio. Wimby is a difference maker. He has 60-plus point upside on any given slate in any given matchup. Matchup against Houston, I'm probably staying away from San Antonio here. I will say – I wish Zach, Gaw- Zach Collins was a little bit cheaper, um, but Wimby would be the like tournament play that I'm looking at here for San Antonio. On the Houston side, tough team to kind of figure out. San Antonio, not a great defensive team. I can see Van Vliet having a good game, but does he have ceiling? Um, we really haven't seen many ceiling games. Jalen Green is priced really appropriately. I mean, Sangoon is the guy that – it's like these two teams, right? These two teams for me this year. I've really basically only played Wimby, and I've really basically only played Sengun, and like it's really not changing in this slate for me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it big time. I mean, what are your thoughts when it comes to Houston? I I don't hate Van Vliet. I don't hate uh, Sengun. I, I think my thing on this whole slate, Stevie, is all these guys in this 8K range, like Van Vliet, like I'd either want to play him, I'd want to play Sengun, or maybe Jalen Green. Like Jalen Green might be cheap enough. I just think the studs are where we go today, and then we fill that in with the value. So Sengun does have 60-point upside, but I think these stars have 80-point upside. It's like 
I, I don't think these guys are as valuable today when, when we should get New York with at least one or two guys that we can play. Like even with even with with uh, um, G Mitch Rob out, like I still think that's going to help a Josh Hart or help one of these other peripheral peripheral pieces. Um, we already know Dallas is going to give us a, a lot of guys that we can play. I just these these higher eight K guys with all the people with all the pieces available, it's just not as appealing to me today. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. I, I think it's a star, stars and scrubs type of slate. Yeah. Yep. All right, Brooklyn at Sacramento, 234.5 total here. Sacramento, five-point favorite. Walker, DSJ, Simmons out. Monk questionable for the Kings. Uh, let's go Brooklyn first. I mean, this seems like a, a Bridges-type spot where he has, like, 50-plus point upside. I don't hate him in this spot. Um I mean, I don't necessarily hate Claxton either. Claxton's always minutes, man. If he gets 30-plus minutes, he crushes. But his minutes are just kind of all over the place. I think it's a Bridges spot. What are your thoughts on Brooklyn? Yeah, Bridges another 8K guy that <sighs> I like him. I don't love him. Like the, the, So the Sacramento matchup definitely increases the interest, right? Like when you got Houston playing San Antonio – but this matchup with Sacramento, where it should be competitive all the way down, you know, possible OT situation. I don't hate it. I still think Bridges is slightly on the outside looking out. I don't hate Claxton, um, but like you said, the minutes. Um, Dinwiddie, 74. Man, I, I wish he was flashing a little bit more upside consistently. Um, he's just okay. Cam Thomas at 7,100. Like, he's just okay. So I don't, I don't really want to play anyone from Brooklyn. I, I guess if if I did, I, I'd side with you on Bridges, but generally speaking, I, I just, I don't, I don't like this team. Yeah, the problem with like Claxton too is like Sharp gets like twenty plus minutes when he's playing well. Um, he had a big quarter the other night uh, against was it? I think it's Washington, right? Um, I, I like Bridges. He's another guy that like. I just don't know if, like, he makes the build because of, like, so the studs are just – and they're in good spots today. Like, yeah. There's there's days we come on here and we're like, eh, you know, the studs are okay. But, man, today the studs are – yeah. Yeah. That's not today. <laughs> not today. All right. Sacramento side here. Any interest in the Kings? Um, Can, can we get – so, Stevie, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play De'Aaron Fox, and De'Aaron Fox is going to give us a fourth quarter performance all four quarters. If De'Aaron Fox gave us fourth quarter performances all four quarters, Stevie, he'd be averaging probably 80 fantasy points a game. It's insane what he's doing in the fourth right now. Um, this is a guy that's taking a lot of shots. The problem is, Stevie, we're not getting 8,200 De'Aaron Fox anymore. We're getting 9,600. And that's too close to the studs. Like, yep. I, he's going to be on the outside looking in. Now, you know, if you want to get wonky and just kind of try to build with some 9 and 8K guys and 7K guys, you can. I don't think that's optimal today. So I'm, I'm not doing it. But, I mean, I think Fox is a good play. I think Sabonis is a good play. You know, I think, I think this game environment is good. 
I just don't think these higher price guys in the 9 and 10K range are better than our studs at 11K today. I just don't believe that. All right. We finish it out. Portland at LA taking on the Clippers. 220 total here. Clippers a 13-point favorite. Aiton questionable. Brogdon questionable. Grant and Williams out. And then Plumlee remains out for the Clippers. Let's go Portland first. They're still dealing with a lot of injuries here. And then, like, potentially adding Brogdon and Aiton um, out as well. I mean, Simon's 7,800. He's coming off 49 fantasy points against Dallas. He His usage is just bonkers since returning. Um, what are we doing with Portland here? I mean, do we expect this game to stay close? Probably not. What are your thoughts on Portland? Yeah, man. Um, I, I will say this. I, I will say this. If Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Let's say we got Aiton back, ironically. Let's say we got him back. Let's say we got Brogdon back. I think this game is much more competitive, Stevie, like just in general because they get to their guys. But, I mean, I don't know if they're going to play or not. So, in, in my estimation, they blow this team out. And guess what? Now do outreach this price to 4600 even if they're out. Like, there's, I don't feel like there's enough value there. Um, I just – this is just a bad basketball team right now. And I don't I don't think there's any reason to play them, Stevie. So, I'm not. Kind of where I'm at. Man, I just – this is a tough team. Um Tough team. If Brogdon, if Brogdon ends up sitting here, maybe take some shots on like a, a Skyler Mays type play on your like stars and scrubs builds at 3,900. Yeah. Um, because like, I don't expect like Mays to come off the floor if the game's out of hand. He might get some extra fourth quarter run. Um, Kamara is another guy that I don't necessarily hate here in like a stars and scrubs type of build. On the Clipper side, I just I don't I don't think this is a ceiling spot for the Clippers. Like if you're playing like a Simons or a Sharp and you want to run it back with like a James Harden or a Kawhi or Paul George, go for it. Um, I just I just don't think this is the spot. Yeah, same here. Like the all I feel like all the good games are at the beginning of the slate today, Steve. These ones <laughs> on the mean. back end. It's like, ah, I don't really want to get involved. <laughs> I will, unless Anthony Edwards sits, I do think Cat 
goes into big time consideration. I will say that. But other than that, yeah. I think these games at the end of the night are kind of um, uninteresting for our DFS lineups. No, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Fun slate, fun slate. A lot of big slate, man. Huge slate. Yeah. Uh, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? Uh, let's just go ahead and go Hartenstein right out the gate. We already know Mitch Rob is sitting. Like, that's that's the low-hanging fruit today, Stevie. You take it and you move on. I'm going to go with another center value and say Yurt 7. Um, again, we already know the situation here. I think that he should play a good amount of minutes. Um, a lot of value. A lot of value. Over AK to go under 5X, who is your bust? Um... I think we've got a lot of options, believe it or not, even with all the high-priced guys. Give me give me SGA. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go Giannis. Yep. I get it. Staple for this question for me. Um, favorite 6X play today? Jimmy Butler. I like it. I'm going to go Jamal Murray. I think yeah. we see good Jamal Murray on Monday. Jamal Murray cheering on his team on Tuesday. Let's get <laughs> weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Um, I don't know how weird this is going to be by the end of the day, Stevie. Um, there's a handful of 6K guys we talked about. Give me Bogdanovich from Detroit specifically at 6,500. I think both Bogdanoviches are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, why I had to be specific. Give me Jay Lynn Williams from the Thunder. Um, I really like this spot for him today. I don't know if it's weird or not. We don't have ownership. It's big slate. I don't expect people to be super chalky here. Yeah. All right. Almost everybody um, throughout was going to be fine today on 13 Gamer. <laughs> what do you got for us on the Pick'em Streets or Prop Streets or just a flat-out bet? What do you got for us? Well, Stevie. I'm going to pull up my handy-dandy app, and we're going to talk through it uh, right now. now there, there are certain props that I take in general, and it looks like it's actually not up at the moment. I'm going to give you these on prize picks. Hopefully, they show up. So we've been getting um, Denny Avdia around six and a half to six rebounds. I want less than that projection. We're probably going to get, hopefully we get Bogdan Bogdanovich at, at a half offensive rebound. I want less than that projection. Uh, if we, and I, I know I'm saying if, because maybe we get it, maybe we don't. Um, if we get uh, Isaiah Stewart at, and we, we might already have his, if we got his at like eight and a half rebounds. I want less than that projection. So those are just some of the ones uh, that I like. There you go. Um, I I have a two-pick play for you guys on prize picks that I had already I put this in a few minutes ago. I got Jamal Murray more than 20.5 points and Vucevic more than 30.5 points and rebounds. So that's my two-pick play for the morning grind game today. I like it. We'll see how it works out. Um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, negative, man. Listen, I enjoyed the show. I thought this was really cool for a uh, 
for for a huge slate, Stevie. So thanks for having me on. And uh, once again, brother, love you, man. And and hopefully we can run this thing back again later this week. Oh yeah, we're gonna have fun. We'll uh, we'll definitely see you later this week. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. Back on a normal ish type NBA schedule where they pound us with a ton of games on one day and then give us a little bit of games the next day. So um, we're here to talk NBA. Hope everyone has a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.